So one of the most requested topics to talk about in my podcast has been how to find more energy. This is something that a lot of you listening to the podcast, myself included, we struggle with. How do you find energy with everything we have going on, especially as a Christian woman? You know, I think that God does want us to definitely serve others. Absolutely, right? Because the Bible talks about giving to others and loving our neighbors. And of course, God first. So that is all very important. But last episode, we had our beautiful, wonderful guest, Tanya Engesether, that talked about how important it is to make sure that we set certain boundaries. But before we do that, we have to be able to overcome people pleasing, overcome the mindset of people pleasing, because that is the number one step in order to get organized, in order to really manage our time so that we can find more more balance in our lives and definitely more energy. So today, this is part two of that interview, and you're going to walk away, my sister, with the two other steps, aside for having the mind, the right mindset, right, Real, overcoming people-pleasing, or at least getting on that road, right, to overcoming people-pleasing, and the other two steps that she's going to talk about, and within those two steps are just some amazing examples and practicals that you're going to start take. you're going to be able to take away. You know, when I re-listened to this podcast, I took some really good notes, so I highly recommend recommend that you grab your notebook and pen and take some notes, sister, because you're going to learn a lot out of this episode. So if you're driving right now, obviously you can't take notes. You can go ahead and replay it, go back and replay whatever you're doing. And I know that a lot of people listen to podcasts while they're washing the dishes and, you know, do different things, me included. So you might want to go back and and just make sure you grab that notebook and pen and take some notes because you're going to walk away with some really really amazing, amazing tips that you're going to get to put to practice right away. Okay. I have to say, I'm super grateful for Tanya for that time that she took to really share with us last time on the podcast and for the rest of the tips that she is giving us today. All right, my sister, I pray you enjoy this, make the most of it and let's do it. Are you so busy and overwhelmed that you can't get enough time to connect with God? Are distractions robbing you of your time with Jesus? Is your motivation to spend time in the Word just not what it used to be? Do you want to be more consistent in your personal Bible study? Welcome home, sister. I'm Rosie, a mom, wife, teacher, and devoted disciple of Jesus. And like you, I struggled to stay consistent with my Bible study. When life got busy, I felt so overwhelmed that spending time in God's Word was no longer a priority. In my hardest seasons of life, my motivation to be in the Bible grew weak. I lost my convictions and walked away from God. But by His grace, my faith was restored and with the conviction to never take God's word for granted again. If you're tired of letting the enemy steal away your time, energy, focus, and motivation, then sister, this podcast is for you. So go reheat your coffee, dust off your journal and Bible, and get ready to take back your time. Before we start, I want to ask you a few questions. And my sister, I want you to tell me if this is you. You feel like time has been running from you. You've been overwhelmed with a busy schedule. You have daily distractions coming between you and God. Sometimes you even feel unmotivated for Bible study. You've never really developed a consistent Bible study routine. Or you did have one, but over time you let it go. Because let's face it, life just got more busy. 
Sister, I know how that feels because I've been there. This is why you have to be strategic and planful. This is why developing a Bible study routine is the best way to create a lasting habit and the way to grow closer to God. I know, my sister, I know that you want the kind of peace in your heart that only God can give you. I know you want to be clear-minded and focused. You want to actually look forward to your Bible study, even on your most difficult days. You want to actually hear from God every day. And most importantly, you want to grow in your faith. So are you ready to take back your time with God? Are you ready to stop letting the enemy get in the way of your relationship with your father in heaven? My sister, I want to sit down with you to come up with a strategy that can work specifically for you and your unique time needs. A strategy that can help you draw closer to God every day through a consistent Bible study routine that, believe it or not, only takes about 10 minutes or less. Yes, you heard it. (laughs) You only need one call, my sister, to get you started, and you're going to get some quick wins. So, are you ready? Simple. Just go to theintentionalchristianwoman.com to book a call with me today. I look forward to hearing from you, my sister. I actually wanted to ask you if you can share, you know, once we have this, of course, we know that we know that it starts in the mind and in the heart. You know, it's very important. We have to get this right. Our hearts and our minds, even with creating Bible study routines, like, yes, you can create a routine, but if you don't have God as a priority and if you don't have your why of why you're doing what you're doing and remembering where you've been saved from and how Jesus died for you and and how why you're here and why you want to connect with him, why you want to stay faithful and not just stay faithful, but grow, like why it's important that Jesus is Lord every day of your life. Like all of that is really important in order for you to maintain your Bible study routine. So just like you know that in order to have a good time management and a good life balance and even energy, you got to start with the mind and your heart. So um, at, at the same time, I know that my listeners would love to have also some practical tips, like, you know, once once you overcome this and are working through this with God and with the Lord and in prayer and just trying to, because I know you don't have to get it perfect now in order to start, you know, practicals, but you can work on it and you can certainly put that, lift this, this, this thing up to God if you're struggling with people pleasing. And so what are some practicals that you can give us as far as, time management, maybe some tips that can help us out in order for us to, you know, make sure we have a better life balance and more energy in our lives so that we can make sure we, we put God first. Sure. And there's so many things. So first of all, it always starts with awareness. So number one, we need to understand where we are indeed spending our time. And especially as, you know, full-time working women, professional women that, you know, a certain chunk of your day is assigned to your job if you will um but what what i had to do is number one figure out where am i spending my time what are the things that i have to that are non-negotiables they have to be part of my day and i have to be the one to do them what are the things i'm wasting time on that aren't getting me any closer to my goals or what have you and what are things that are important but I can delegate them or somebody else could do them. And so then once you kind of work through that a bit, when you look at the things that are yours, what what I found is it's very important to have systems. Like, you know, 
there's one thing to be worried about the future and trying to control it and predict it, which, which isn't what God intends. However, there is value in having a system and a plan. And so because my, the time I have available for the different roles that I have is very structured and very limited. I actually have to, number one, I, I, I time block. So like my morning always has to include my devotional time and I might not have a long time. I might only have 15 minutes, but I'm going to get quiet with the Lord, have my devotional time and my prayer. And that's the one thing that, you know, besides brushing my teeth and doing all the work, like that's the one thing that has to happen for me in the morning because I literally, I literally have to surrender every day to the Lord because otherwise I will get into my same patterns of Mm. people pleasing, anxiety, future tripping, all of that. Mm. Then when it comes to my work block, I have those things that I can't control. Like I have appointments and meetings that I have scheduled on my calendar, but the work that the time that I have in between that is like, it's, it's devoted for my job. Let's just take my work block. I have my work block where I have to be at my job from this time to this time. And there's certain times in the day that aren't scheduled for meetings. And what I do is I actually put that my open time that isn't pre-scheduled. I actually block it in my calendar. I call it a work block. And then I use that time for what I call a project. So I have a system in my work life where I essentially use, I I clean out my inbox every day and I put things into a task management system. And whether it's something that I can do in two minutes or less, I do it. Otherwise I make, if it's a multi-step thing, I make it a, a project. And I actually have a system where I put down, I essentially move everything out of my inbox and I create tasks or projects with every step that's required for that project. And then I, and then I kind of use my work blocks to address some of those projects. And why I do that is here's the real key to whatever your system is. You have to get what's in your head out of your head and either onto paper or into some kind of a system because Mm. if we're constantly relying on our brain to remember all of the things we have to do that in itself is costing us energy we're literally consuming our physical and mental mental energy just by trying to keep track of Mm. what we have to do next so i i literally give everything i can i get it out of my head and into a system and I use an electronic task management system and I literally create to-do cards in my system and I can check them off as done when they're done. When I have a multi-step project to do, I have all the steps listed out and I check them off as they're done. And then when I'm done with the whole thing, I, I move that whole project to my completed. So it's sort of this visual sense of accomplishment and I mean, I even put, if I have to stop at the grocery store and pick up milk, I literally put that on into my system during the day so I don't forget it because then I'm not relying on my mental energy to come. Oh, yeah, for sure. So that's a big winded, each person has to, like they have to decide what system works best for them or what, like some people do best with a paper planner or notebooks or sticky notes. I, 
I kind of do, I have a planner and I have this task management, but the key is really to get it out of your head and onto the paper when it comes to managing your tasks and then be realistic about what you can accomplish. To be honest, like in my life, I I work full-time and then some, and on the weekends, I'm generally in Canada working with my husband. So I have almost no time in my home. So I've had to decide like, okay, I don't have the physical capacity to have my house be the way that I want it to be. So two things happen. I have to decide what I can let go and I have to decide what's still important, but maybe I need some help. So delegating is another thing. Like I have someone, it's not that much, but I I have someone come in once a month to just do a good going over and I don't do a whole lot in between except trying to keep up with the basics of doing laundry, cooking meals and doing the dishes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it really is about discovering what is what is what needs to stay on your paper. Like what are the things that are important and that only you can do? Making those things into like taking them and creating a system for accomplishing those things determining what is waste and what things you just cannot dedicate your time to, and then either get rid of them or delegate them to someone else, whether that's your family or if you can, you have the resources to pay someone to help you. Um, but you do have to be realistic with, with your capacity. You, you cannot have, depending on the time you have, like you may not be able to have a perfect house and a perfect um you may not be able to work out for two hours every day because it doesn't fit in your schedule. You really do have to decide what are your priorities? My priorities are being a wife, a mom, and a leader. So I, if something is asking for my time, I need to look at whether it's, it's serving one of those priorities. And if not, it might have to go to the wayside or I might have to ask somebody else to do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That makes so much sense. Wow. I'm like taking notes here (laughs) for myself. Really, the, like, the keys are so tools. <laughs> tool, you need once you get through the hard work and the people pleasing, where you can set some boundaries. That's really the meat of managing your time. To be honest, at least for the women that I serve, you really have to do the hard work and learn how to set boundaries. Yeah. Then beyond that, you have to use your tools. What's, and what's, my tools are time blocking. Yeah, my tools mm-hmm. are time blocking and task management. I love it. I love it. This is awesome. Thank you so much. My goodness, Tanya, this is such gold what you've given us today thank you so much and i know that i have listeners plenty of listeners here who are wondering well how do i connect with tanya maybe you want to just kind of check out her podcast and and see what she does and maybe even get a little help from her and so tanya please let us know how can our listeners connect with you absolutely so first you can come listen to me on the podcast it's called the grace filled leader podcast and it's on all of the platforms and you can check out everything I have to offer, whether it's the podcast, my Christian life coaching, all the things are at gracefilledleader.com. That's gracefilledleader.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Tanya. This has been enriching for me personally. So I know that I'm sure that if it was enriching for me, a lot of women here have gotten a lot out of today. And thank you. Thank you so much for being a guest on the show. Thank you so much. And thank you for the service work you're doing for women. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Hey. 
Hey sister, if this episode encouraged or blessed you in some way, then the best thing you can do is share it with a friend. Also, I would love it if you join me in my Facebook community, Intentional Bible Study for Christian Women. There is an amazing sisterhood encouraging one another and praying for each other and sister. If you've ever thought about connecting deeper with God through a consistent, powerful, and uniquely designed Bible study routine that works just for you and your time needs, look no further because I am your mentor and friend and your coach, and I can help you. All you need to do is write me at coachwithrosie at gmail.com. You can connect with me there, or you can check out theintentionalchristianwoman.com for more details. Lastly, if you haven't done so yet, I would invite you to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the way that I know this show is blessing you. My sister, I love you, know that I'm praying for you, and I will see you in the next one.